Welcome back to Hold Fast, where we have biblical truths for daily battles. My name is Kenny. I'm the host of the podcast, and I'm continuing a series today called All the Feels, where I am dealing with a biblical view of emotions. So we talked about in the first week of this series, just a general uh, biblical view of emotions. And then I began to get specific last week where we talked about fear. And today I'm going to be talking about anger. Now, anger is something that we have to understand because there can be a good and righteous godly anger. There is a sinful anger. Uh, We need to understand where anger comes from. We need to understand how we can fight against it. And those are all things that I want to talk about on the episode today. I've got a lot of Bible verses ready to share with you. And uh, this is something that I personally have found myself wrestling with at times where I get just so easily frustrated and, and angry. And it's something that I don't I don't want to battle with. I, I, I hate it about myself at times. I really want to win the battle with this sin. And the Lord is showing me and teaching me constantly ways to, to battle this in my own life. And so I'm not coming at this episode in any way, shape or form with an attitude of judgment or that I've figured this out. Um, I'm coming at this as somebody who is in the trenches trying to fight the, the anger that I find in my own heart at times. I'm not necessarily somebody who has outbursts of anger, um, but it, this is something that is definitely a battle in my own heart and it definitely affects the people around me in ways that I hate, that I want to fight against. And so I hope and pray that this episode is just one person in the trenches talking to other people in the trenches, trying to fight the sinful anger in our own hearts. One of the first verses that comes to mind when I think about anger, and it may be one of the first that come to your, comes to your mind as well, is Ephesians chapter 4, verse 26, and even also verse 27, where Paul says, be angry and do not sin, right? So there's actually a form of anger that is not wrong. We we should have righteous anger over evil and wickedness and sin in the world. We should have righteous anger when we see people dragging the name of the Lord through the mud. We should have righteous anger when people mock Christianity and mock the God that we worship, right? David had a righteous anger toward Goliath when Goliath was mocking the God of Israel and he was he was even righteously angry at the rest of Israel because they were cowering in fear and not fighting, um, not not getting rid of this guy who was completely uh, mocking their God. And so we should and can have righteous anger over things, right? So Paul says, you can be angry, but don't sin. And don't let the sun go down on your anger and give no opportunity to the devil. Do not, don't let this anger just brew and brew. Even when you have something that you're righteously angry about, don't just stew in your anger. You need to um, act in ways that are uh, in, in righteousness and in love. You need to make sure that you don't just stew in your anger, even if you have a righteous anger. Now, some people take this verse and they'll say, well, anger in and of itself is not a sin. Feeling the emotion of anger is not a sin and not something that we should necessarily repent of. It's just what you do with that anger. And um, I want to challenge that because then you have verses like Psalm 38 that say, refrain from anger and forsake wrath. Fret not yourself. It tends only to evil. You have verses like James chapter 1, 19 and 20 that say, know this, my beloved brothers, let every person be quick to hear, slow to speak, slow to anger, for the anger of man does not produce the righteousness of God. And then you have, i read one more verse here before I pause and make a few comments. Colossians 3, verses 6 through 8. Paul says, On account of these things, the wrath of God is coming. In these two, you once walked when you were living in them, but now you must put them all away. So what are these things on which the, the wrath of God is coming for? He lists them. Anger, wrath, malice, slender, and obscene talk. 
These are things that God is going to pour out his wrath on people for, and he includes anger in the list. So there is anger. There, there is anger that is in and of itself sinful when we feel it, and we should fight against it. We can't just simply make the general statement that says, well, you know, I'm, I'm, I, kinda, I get angry, but I don't act on it. I just, it's just something internal that I feel. And Paul says, there's a sinful anger that rises up in us that we should kill right away. That is sin right away, because James also talks about the fact that we sin because of our own sinful desires. There's an anger that rises up in us in situations that is sinful. We're not righteously angry because God is being defamed. We're just angry because we didn't get our way or we're angry because somebody offended us or whatever the case may be. That anger, that sinful anger and malice and wrath that that's internal that sometimes we want to say, well, you know, I didn't act on it, but I was just really angry. Well, Well, you were, you were sinning. I mean, Jesus, right? The, the verse that really should get all of us is Jesus in Matthew chapter five. He says, you've heard it said to those of old, you shall not murder and whoever murders will be liable to judgment. But I say to you that everyone who's angry with his brother will be liable to judgment. So it's not when God gave the 10 commandments and he said, don't murder. Jesus is revealing to us that the heart behind that commandment, yes, is do not murder. But the heart behind that commandment is don't be angry with your brother or sister. Don't, don't allow yourself to have sinful anger. And that, that, that anger in our hearts is murder. It's equivalent to murder. Because that, that anger is, is a desire to harm someone. That anger is, is, a, is a hatred and a, and a malice and a wrath toward an individual. And that is not something that should dwell in the hearts of those who have been redeemed by Christ. So, yes, there's a righteous anger. And, and yes, we are, we are human beings. And there are times that our natural response to something is going to be to get angry because we have sinful hearts. But let's not make the excuse that says, well, you know what? That was just my, my emotions. I was just angry. And, you know, I didn't act on it, so I'm okay. It's great that you didn't act on it. That's, that's a great step. I'm not trying to deny that. But you also should go the next step and try to kill that anger that is inside of you. Proverbs chapter 14, verse 29 says, whoever is slow to anger has great understanding, but he who has a hasty temper exalts folly. So there is a great wisdom and understanding with the person who is slow to anger. And it requires great wisdom. It requires patience. It requires godliness and righteousness and humility and kindness it requires all of these things. It's not something that you can just do, right? It's not something that you just wake up one day and just decide, I'm not going to be angry anymore. You need to, by the wisdom of Christ, and we'll talk about this a little bit more detail in just a moment, you need to, by consistent battling, a consistent putting off of your flesh, fight against anger. And, you know, I, I think that this is something that all of us wrestle with to a degree. We, we have things that make us really angry. We have things that frustrate us. And I'm, I'm not necessarily talking about pet peeves, right? Like, um, you know, there, there are certain things that may bother you about somebody else in your life, right? And you get kind of annoyed at them and it's, you know, it's harmless. And, but, but if we're not careful, even those little things like pet peeves can actually develop into anger and bitterness and frustration. And it sounds ridiculous when you say it like that, but that's at times what our anger can evolve into. If you leave your anger and your frustrations unchecked, they're going to continue to grow. Sin, I say this uh, often, sin is never satisfied, right? (laughs) Sin is never going to get to a point in your life. Your sin, your sinful desires will never get to a point where you say, you know what? I'm good. I've, I've, I've had enough sin for one day and I think, I think I'm good. I could just stop sinning. No, that's not the way sin works. Sin always grows. Sin always wants more. 
sin's always going to cost you more than you want to pay, as someone once said. It's going to keep you longer than you want to stay. Sin is always going to take you down a road that you don't want to go on, and that is true of anger as well. You can't just innocently let the emotion of anger go unchecked in your heart. So what you need to do is to begin to ask yourself, why am I angry? What's behind this? Why am I so frustrated, right? Um, when we say something in anger, it, it's, not just, it's not just something that we can just say, you know what, I, I was just angry in the moment. I said something that I didn't mean. No, it, it came from somewhere, right? It was from the heart. Jesus says in Luke chapter 6, verse 45, the good person out of the good treasure of his heart produces good, and the evil person out of the evil treasure produces evil. For out of the abundance of the heart, his mouth speaks. You have to ask yourself, where did this anger come from? And, it, and we know if Jesus is speaking truth here, and he is, we know that that anger came from our hearts, something in us. There's a, there's a sinful, evil desire in us, which this anger flowed from, and we need to identify that. So you need to ask yourself and be honest with yourself in these moments. Why am I so angry? Why am I so frustrated? Why, why am I so bitter towards this person? And, and don't answer that question by saying, well, they did this. Because that's not why you're angry. Somebody else does not have any control over your emotions. Nobody else is responsible for the anger that you feel in your hearts. And somebody may have done something really wrong and sinful and hurtful towards you. I'm not saying they didn't, but I'm saying they, they are not the cause of your anger. The cause of your anger is your own sinful heart. So when Jesus was being crucified and spat on and mocked and his beard was being ripped out, he did not have sinful anger in his heart towards these people. Matter of fact, he said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do, right? And so, so, so Jesus, yes, Jesus had righteous anger. He flipped over the tables in the temple, right? But he did not, he did not have sinful anger and wrath and malice toward people. And we are called to be like Jesus, and so just because somebody wrongs you terribly doesn't give you the right to be angry. You are angry because of the desires of your own heart and you need to get down deep and ask yourself, why am I angry? And again, the answer is never, well, because they did this. No, the answer is because I want this. I expect this. I am not being humble right now. I am being selfish right now. I'm too easily irritable right now, whatever the case is. In a lot of cases for me, so I'm, I'm, I'm speaking of myself here, but I think this is true for many of us. For me, the reason that I'm angry is because I love myself too much and, and I want what I want. I want things to be about me. I want things to be centered on me. I don't want to be uncomfortable. I don't want to be inconvenienced. That's why I get so angry when I'm, when I'm driving and people cut me off in traffic, right? Because I don't want to be inconvenienced. I, I, want everybody, I want everybody on 295 in Jacksonville to understand that when I'm on the road, they need to watch out for me and they need to make sure that they stay out of my way and just let me drive the way I want to drive, right? This sounds so ridiculous when you say it that way, but ultimately that's what's happening. I want my way. I love myself so much. I think that I should be the center of everybody else's world. And when I'm not, I get angry. So answer that answer that question for yourself. Why am I so angry? And make sure that you're honest. Make sure you pinpoint the sinful desire that's driving you to anger. So then that leads us to the next question. How do we fix this then? How do I fight against anger? 
So I read earlier from Colossians chapter three, verses six and eight, where Paul says, you know, the wrath of God is coming because of our anger, wrath, malice, and all these things. He goes on and in verse 12, he says, here's what you do instead. So earlier in Colossians three, he says, put these things off, put off these sins and these desires, put off your anger. And instead, starting in verse 12, put on then as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, compassionate hearts, put on compassion for people. Try to, try to pray and ask the Lord to, to see people with the eyes of Jesus. Put on kindness, Paul says. Seek to actually do acts of kindness towards the person that has wronged you. Jesus says we don't retaliate against other people, right? Paul, Paul talks about, about this in Romans chapter 12, I believe it is, where he says when, when your enemy wrongs you, you need to love them and you're going to heap burning coals on their head, right? So kindness should be the response of, of the Christian who's been wronged. The Christian who has been offended should actually respond in kindness, not in anger. Paul said, he goes on, he says, uh, patience, humility, meekness. These are the responses. So instead of having anger, you can't just decide that I'm not going to be angry. You got to have something to replace it. So when we put off sin, if we don't put on righteousness, we're left naked and exposed, right? When you take off clothing to take a shower, you have to put clothing back on. If all you do is put off, you're left naked and exposed. And the same is true in our spiritual lives. We have to put off sin, but then we actually have to put on righteousness. So maybe the reason that you're trying to battle your anger and you feel like you keep failing is because you just keep trying to grit your teeth and bear it and just by sheer willpower, just stop being angry. But Paul says, when you put off anger, you need to put on these things, compassion, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience. That humility is a big one. One of the reasons that I said earlier that I find myself angry is because I'm prideful because I think that the world should revolve around me. And so I need to put on humility and I need to count others as more significant than myself. Apply that in traffic and rush hour, right? Other people and where they have to get and what they're trying to do is more important than you in that moment and prioritize them and their needs, even if they're being a jerk to you, even if they're not obeying the traffic laws perfectly, right? The Christian is somebody who says that I'm going to respond with humility and meekness and kindness, and I'm going to let you over, even though you stayed in that merge lane up until the last possible second, and now you're trying to shove your way through, right? Kindness, humility, meekness, patience, and love. Paul goes on and he says, bearing with one another, and if one has a complaint against one another, forgive each other as the Lord has forgiven you. So you must also forgive. Be quick to forgive. Don't wait on somebody to apologize and say that they're sorry. As the Christian, you are quick to forgive because you have been forgiven an insurmountable debt in your sin. And therefore there is nothing that somebody can do against you that, that would mean that they are, you, you are not to forgive them. There's no sin that somebody can commit against you that you as a Christian get to say, you know what, that's just too far. I can't forgive you for that. It may take time. And, it, and, it, and I'm not saying that the relationship can always be the exact same as it was before because there's been such a great offense, but forgiveness, not holding that against them, not being angry at them for that thing anymore is the goal of the Christian. Again, that may not happen overnight in every situation. I'm not making light of the ways that you may have been hurt and sinned against. It may be great and it may take years, but as a Christian, we put off that anger and that wrath and that malice and we put on kindness and forgiveness and humility and meekness. Be quick to forgive. And he says next, uh, above all these, put on love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony and let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts to which indeed you were called in one body. So let love reign in your life. Love intentionally these people that 
that may tend to make you angry. So, um, and, and I'm not even talking about your enemies in general, right? Sometimes we get frustrated and angry with our family members because then sometimes that's the easiest people for us to be frustrated with because we think that, you know, we, we love one another and we're going to get through this. So we just kind of let our guard down and let ourselves be a little bit more angry than we would be with somebody that we don't know as well. And Paul, Paul says, instead of being angry, love them, find ways to intentionally show your love to them. Even when they're frustrating you, even when they're doing that thing that you've told them annoys you to no end, continue to love them and let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts. We often are angry because we're looking for a certain outcome in a certain situation. And we think that if I just get this outcome, then I'll be at peace And we wait for our circumstances to give us peace. We wait for the way that people around us treat us to give us peace. But Paul says, no, just let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts and be thankful. I said last week that that thankfulness is a cure to fear. I also think that it's a cure to anger. Begin listing your blessings. Begin, begin, uh, go back to the gospel and, and have thankfulness in your hearts for the gospel and the forgiveness of Christ in forgiving you of your sin that you deserve the wrath of God for. That will cause you to be forgiving real quick if you really meditate on that and are thankful for that. And then he goes on and he says, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness in your hearts to God. Whatever you do in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Sometimes we are wrestling with anger because we are consistently filling our minds with things that tend to anger. If you are somebody who just scrolls on social media all the time, chances are you're, you're seeing people who are just angry all the time, venting about the things that are frustrating them about our world, especially if you're on Twitter a whole lot, which I stay away from like the plague myself. But, but the, there are so, there's so much in media and entertainment and in social media that that almost uh, makes it seem like anger is just a part of life and we just need to just be angry about some things and vent and it's okay and it's not. Sometimes the things that we are filling our minds with is causing our hearts to be more prone to anger and we need to guard ourselves against that. And instead of filling your minds with those things, instead, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. Study the scriptures, memorize verses, take the verses that I mentioned in the podcast episode today and memorize them, commit them to your heart, let them, let them sink deeply into your soul and remind you of the truth of God who says, who says to you, be angry and do not sin, who says to you, refrain from anger, who says to you that whoever is slow to anger has great understanding, but he who has a hasty temper exalts folly. Do you want to be somebody with great understanding or do you want to be somebody who exalts folly? These are questions that we need to ask ourselves continually. These are things that we need to continue to sink deeply into our minds and our hearts so that we can battle this thing called anger. There's a lot more that I could say on this topic, but I think that that's a, just kind of a good general overview of anger and the fact that, yes, there are things that we can be righteously angry about and we should be righteously angry about. That could be its own podcast episode, but I wanted to really spend my time today talking about that sinful anger that we often make excuses for and we need to learn to fight against it and put it off and instead put on the kindness and humility and love of Christ. Thanks as always for listening to this episode of Hold Fast. Lord willing, I will be back next week with another episode. God bless.